0: So in the past, we've talked to you about these things called CCRCs, Continuous Care Retirement Communities, and those are attractive to a lot of people. But today, we're talking to Marcia Miller, and she has an alternative option for um, a different type of care in in really a more specialized type of environment. Uh, And we had a very intriguing conversation with her. Um, She's going to explain what it is, how it works, how it compares to an assisted living or a CCRC. And I think uh, it's definitely going to enlighten some of you listeners. Yeah, I, I think you know we live in a time where
1: alternatives are are a good thing to at least know about. And your situation might be where you go, this is exactly what I want. And you might listen to it and say, this is not for me, but I might know somebody else that it's a good fit for. So I hope it's a benefit. By the way, um, if you are listening to us, whether you're on the website listening to us or on a pro, on a, a thing like iTunes or Spotify, please subscribe to us. We would also love for you to rate us and give us a rating. Let us know what you like about the show. Uh, And we always love to hear your feedback. iTunes, you can leave a rating and a comment. And now on Spotify, you can do the same thing. So we ask you to please do that. Please subscribe to us as well. It helps us get found a little bit better uh, for those that are looking for how to deal with getting close to and living through retirement. Before we get into this episode, though, we have to do a quick disclosure. Welcome, everyone, to our podcast today. Uh, We are actually on the podcast today uh, going to be doing an interview. We tell you every week we kind of go back and forth between what Merce and I call retirement in action. And then when we think we can bring something of value, we bring in a special guest. And today, I think we have a very special guest. Her name is Marcia Miller. She heads up what's called Spill the Beans Institute, and we'll learn more about what that means. And she is coming to us today out of Orlando, Florida where she says it's not that warm, but it's better than here in North Carolina, I'm sure. So anyway, Marcia, thank you so much for coming on to our podcast and having a nice conversation with us.
3: Good morning, and it is my pleasure. And I don't mind telling you, I was in Greensboro, North Carolina for about 11 years.
1: Oh, okay, great. So then you uh, you know North Carolina then. Yep. Good. So uh, Marcia, could you just because I mean, obviously, we're bringing you on as a guest. It's called Spill the Beans Institute. That probably doesn't tell our audience very much about what you do and what your background is. And I think what you do in your background is gonna fit very nicely with our audience. So could you please just tell us a little bit of background, what the sure. Institute is about and what you do and what your background is?
3: So I'm the owner CEO of um, Serenity Adult Family Care Home, which is a five bed community here in Orlando, Florida. And in just in keeping with the conversations that you've been having about individuals knowing all of their options when they get ready to select a care home. And oftentimes the private homes are overlooked. And so just wanted to come on and talk a little bit about it as a viable option. I got into it because I was a caregiver of my own family member for about six or seven years. And when I started my journey, um, wow, what an eye opener.
0: Great. So, so uh, my immediate thought is, is you know, when we when we talk to clients, uh, and and sometimes they're younger, but we're always thinking about this idea. Hey, you got to kind of plan in the back of your mind when when things start to health wise start to deteriorate. You got to have a plan, whether it's having someone come into the house, whether it's family members or some help, or transitioning into a different type of community. You know, and we we like presenting as many options as possible, at least making sure the ideas are out there. And um, quite honestly, I've never really heard of the private, the private side, the smaller side that you're talking about, which I think could bring a lot, a, a lot to the table for certain individuals. Um, we go through exercises all the time from the financial perspective of, hey, can you afford to move into a uh, what's called a CCRC, a continuous care retirement community, that eventually transitions into assisted living if needed, or 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 going directly into assisted living. And so can you tell us a little bit more about how that, because those are obviously larger institutions. They have big staff, big places, um, big campuses, essentially. And uh, so tell us some of the differences between that idea and then this private home idea.
3: Sure. So in caring for my aunt, what I discovered You know how it is. You know they get the phone call, and you're not sure what you're going to do, and you don't know anything about the industry. My background is business development and marketing. It has nothing to do with healthcare, Um, but I learned quickly um, what to expect from the larger communities. And then I started doing research and discovered, oh, there are private communities, um, whole our state of residency, so you can have a is appropriate So um, i selected a private home community for my auntie um, a larger community for my auntie um, but little things started to bother me things like you couldn't get a bath every day um, she was a registered nurse for 30 years so that really bothered us as a family we wanted more care um, i figured out what we needed to get licensed i got licensed and i brought her home now in florida you have the adult family care homes which is what I have where the owner lives with the residents. So I live with my clients. Now the assisted living facilities in the private homes, you do not have to live with your clients. You have a little bit more flexibility there, but we provide the same type of care to the individuals that we're serving. And the price points are way less than say a nursing home. And you get to give your loved ones that person-centered care that they truly need and deserve. So that's basically the difference. Um, Pricing is a big part of it. And the fact that now you have one-on-one. If any of my residents sneezes, I know who it is and get to them really quickly.
1: So, I mean, that again is very intriguing, I guess. So I want to be clear on one thing you just said. So you, you, you drew a difference there between um, assisted living and the way you're set up. What is, how would you describe how yours is set up? Just a, I mean, a, a place where people have someone there that can check in on them. I mean, how would you describe it uh, compared it. to an
3: assisted living? They're identical. It is, this is my home. This okay. is a four bedroom house with three bathrooms. They live here with me. Okay. I, my staff is here today. She comes in at seven. She takes care of them. I have a weekend staff. That I operate it just the way an assisted living does. For licensing standpoint, the only difference is that I must live with my client. Okay. Whereas in the ALF, in a private home, you are not required to live with your clients. That is the biggest difference in terms of the kinds of clients you serve. We pretty much can do the same kinds of clients. It's a standard license. There are just certain things you cannot do, like if it's a bedbound individual, someone that high acuities, that's not something either one can do, if that I makes see. sense.
1: Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely. So, um now, I you gave us the background here as to how you got into this, and I just wanna kinda, of, and we'll come back probably and have a big round conversation here, but now you've got this Spill the Beans Institute. What is that really about and sure. what are you trying to accomplish with that?
3: So in keeping with the whole notion of preparing for retirement, so here I am, I'm 64 and don't look it, but we're getting to that place where we have to understand, are we ready for true retirement? Um, when it's not cruises, when it's a health issue involved. And so in in keeping with that, I wanted caregivers to understand you can start this business in your home. You can care of your loved one in your home and get them some friends. Now you have a little bit more financial independence, a little bit more flexibility. You can grow your business. Once you have one facility, you can start another facility. So I started the training company to provide the soft skills development that they needed before they took on the regulatory test. Because what I discovered is, yes, I did it by taking the regulatory test, but everything I learned was not discovered in that class. It was learned in the trenches. And so that's the purpose of this Build the Beans is to give caregivers out there an opportunity to keep their loved ones at home, but provide some financial stability for themselves.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. And I, I agree. I think a lot of um, a lot of understanding any type of environment that you're in, you're in really comes from actually being in the environment, like you said, the trenches. And so being able to get a taste of it before you actually decide to go through all the regulatory, because we know the regulatory on that side is very strict and, and there's a lot to it. So I think that makes a lot of sense. How long is your program how, uh, as far as from like, is it, a, is it online based? Is it in person? How long does it take to kind of get through your program?
3: It is a, believe it or not, it's a two hour spill the beans. I tell you everything from soup to nuts. And I videotape myself doing the entire curriculum. Uh, the hard part, the two hours is great. This conversation, you're learning. The hard part is I've now given you a copy of my business plan. Now you gotta go do the work. I'm giving you a copy of my financial projections. You're seeing in real numbers. This is how it looks like. Now you have to put the work in to the research. But then you also have me as your mentor, someone that's going to come alongside you and help walk you through the process, uh, because that makes a big deal. Nobody wanted to help me in the beginning, so I had to learn it on my own.
1: I hope that you are enjoying the show. By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are, and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, Get started today by requesting your complimentary video course, Four Steps to Secure Your Retirement. To access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out. So I guess as I think it through cuz again I'm just I didn't realize when I was you know I know I've read about the the smaller homes. So in the scenario then if I paint a picture, let's say I've got a scenario where I've got a mom or a dad or somebody who I need to take care of, I've got a couple of options. I can either put them into a facility, uh assisted living or or some type of a retirement community. They can choose to live there or Uh, I could bring them home and I take care of them at home. The the, the dilemma I've got there is if I have to bring somebody in, I've got all that expense to assist me, or it's just all me all the time. Mm -hmm. Right? So if I bring in this other person, now I've got this expense. So it sounds like what you're saying is if I put this structure together and maybe I bring in two to three or four, now I'm sh- I'm getting some in revenue uh, off of correct. this other uh, these other folks, but now Correctly. we're sharing this nurse or sharing this this caregiver that might come in throughout the day.
3: That's correct. Okay, that is exactly right, and that's what I did initially before I quit my job. Was okay. I had her I sprung her from the community that she was located in, brought her home, uh, got her two other friends residents, um, and then hired staff. And that gave me the opportunity to start up before I was able to quit my job and then have the revenue and now it could expand. Now yeah. I'm getting ready to start a second community. So that's a great way to plan for your retirement, have a little extra put put aside. And then the caregiving burden is not always just on your back.
1: Yep. So does it work then? I'm assuming, because based on what's a couple of things you said, if the person becomes more... Um, in a scenario where they need more care, mm-hmm. then uh, based on the way the, the licensing is that you have in this facility, they would then have to go potentially to another particular location or facility to get that more acute care or bedridden care, or that kind of thing.
3: So that's a really great point. And in, the, in one sense, yes, you could transition them to a, a larger skilled nursing environment, or if they are hospice eligible, then they can age in place. So, in the almost eight years that I've been doing this, I think I have transitioned maybe seven, and no one went to a hospital. We mm-hmm. got them on hospice. They were able to age in place at their home. So, we had the extra support of hospice doctors and nurses alongside with our own team to help navigate them through until they went to glory. So, it doesn't right. have to be where you move them out. Now, if there's a situation where they need round the clock nursing care, then absolutely that is going to be their best. Um, the best decision is to put them into a nursing home.
0: So if we have cl- clients that are always kind of thinking about how do I, how do I know what I want essentially? Um, uh, and how do I find it? How how do you go about finding these private, uh, these private smaller type of institutions? And, um, and then I guess, how does someone make the decision as to what they want. Do they want to okay. be at the larger? Do they want to be at the smaller? It seems like with right. the smaller, you're going to have uh, more one-on-one care. Uh, the price is a little bit lower, but how do they, how do you, how do they go about making this decision and where do sure. they find the houses?
3: Okay, so that's a really, really great question. So let's start with how do you make a decision? The diagnosis that you have is going to be the first step. So along with your physician, you're going to determine whether the individual is exit-seeking. Um, if they're ex-exceeding, then you're going to have to find a community that's secure memory care. Um, if the person is um, just kind of, you know, confused, um, they might be a great, you know, great place for a small community. If they are aggressive and combative, a small community is not going to work mm. because that will upset the entire household. Then they are done that. <laughs> <laughs> you learn as you go, Right. Um, So the diagnosis and understanding a good health assessment of that potential client will help to determine which direction. Two, I couldn't find these facilities on my own. Yes, the state website, if you go and query, you can pull it up, but then you don't know what you're looking for. So um, I decided to create a nonprofit organization to help support the work that we're doing. So I am the founder and executive director for the residential home care network here in Florida. And what that is, is a database where people can find us. We created it as a nonprofit organization. So it's not about, you know, making money, but the members of the network are only 16 beds and under. And then we had sponsors to come alongside us who believed in the vision, like Vitas Healthcare and Seniors Blue Book and all these other individual partners that help support us financially to help get the word out that we are a viable option. So when you go to that website for Florida, you will see video tours that I have created of each individual home. You will have contact information of the owners directly. Now you can find us.
1: Very now good. You good. Now, um, In the scenario, I mean, obviously you've done this in Florida and I mean your institute and learning it, you could do it anywhere in the the country, but do you find in your research that the licensing say from uh, one state to the other carries a vast difference or do you say that there's somewhat, okay.
3: Vast different. Everybody is different. Um, I'm talking to some individuals that don't really require licensing. Um, You know, you can do here in Florida, if you have two individuals that you care for, they're seniors, you don't need a license. However, in another state, it may be required. So it varies from state to state. So while my training program covers soft scales, everybody needs to do a business plan before you get into business. That's just step one. Yeah. Um, Going to do the hard scales, that's going to be different from state to state.
1: And then, as far as you know, I know in facilities a person could get you know uh, government assistance through something like Medicaid or whatever. I'm assuming in a home like this they would not qualify to be able to have Medicaid. It would have to be a private pay.
3: Not necessarily. So here's the other conundrum. So here in the state of Florida, for example, and I'll use me, um, I am a Medicaid um, um, facility, so that I can take on Medicaid clients. However, the reimbursement rate is different for the adult family care homes than it is for the assisted living facilities. And so let's lose real talk. In the adult family care homes, our reimbursement rate is $12.25 a day. Oh, wow. In the assisted living, it's anywhere between $1,100 and $1,400 a month, depending on who you credential with. I got you. So in my scenario, yes, I am uh, Medicaid certified, Medicaid, all of that, but, and I am must, Take one low-income client where in the ALF world, you're not required to, Um, but let's be practical. $12 a day? Really? Right. So, yeah. yeah. So as they're talking about retirement planning, and this is a costly proposition, uh, it's only going to get more expensive. And so I just love the conversation about what are we doing now? Even our age group and the ones that are still younger, what are we doing now? to prepare for not only I'm going on a cruise and living on a beach someplace, but what if life happens and it's not the same?
0: Right. Yeah. Well, I think this has been a very intriguing conversation. I know it's going to open some eyes to some of our listeners that there are other options out there and I'm sure it's here in North Carolina as well. We just got to go looking for it. Um, So I uh, thank you very much for coming on and kind of opening our eyes a little bit here. Can you tell us and tell our listeners if they're interested in the, the, um, Spill the beans, if they're interested in just learning more about uh, the the institutes and different things out there, what's the best way to learn more and, and learn more from you?
3: Sure. It's step1trainingsolutions.com. That is the name of our company. And uh, what Spill the Beans is just one training that we have developed. So that would be the best place for them to reach us.
1: Very good. So what we'll do is we'll make sure that that is all there on our website and in our show notes, so they'll have the link and all that uh, good thing so they can go and at least do their research and try to, to figure out: yeah. is it, is it, is it, is, is it? Are they more attracted to the larger facility, or would it would it be possible to do the smaller facility? So, Marcia, we certainly do appreciate you coming on and talking with us today. Thank you so much, and uh, it's been very, very insightful.
2: It's
3: my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me.
2: All right, everyone, that wraps up today's episode of the secure your retirement podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it. And we'll send you a special gift. Our book get off the retirement roller coaster. Just email Morgan at POMWealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. Also, Be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.